This podcast is brought to you by Aldis International, supplying your expert AI and digital transformation staffing needs across the US and Europe. Today, you are listening to our AI in Action series, where leading minds in AI from across the world share their story, success, and advice. AI in Action cuts through the hype and explores the true impact of artificial intelligence in our world today. You're listening to AI in Action. I'm your host, JP Valentine. Our guest today is Adam Gotland. Adam is the Vice President of Analytics at Kaya Health. Adam, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, JP. Oh, it's our pleasure. Adam, let's start with yourself. Can you give us a, a brief background of your journey in technology from where you got started, some of the roles you've held along the way, and, and what's led you to, to where you are today as the, the VP of Analytics at Kaya? Sure. I guess it gets started after growing up in New York. I went out to California study engineering physics at UC Berkeley. And I'll mention that because it influences one of my career decisions later on. But after really loving California and the energy of the Bay Area, I decided to stay and work at a company called Applied Predictive Technologies, which offered a software as a service, software as a service and management consulting like combo offering to analytics teams at large companies, helping them improve their ability to test and learn and also gain insights from data. So APT ultimately got acquired by MasterCard in their data services division. So I got the, also the experience of working within the MasterCard organization. And a topic of this podcast is entrepreneurship. And it was at this point in my career in my mid twenties, where I assessed and said that before I turned 30, I can afford to either found a company or go to grad school, but probably not both. So I chose grad school and I really wanted to focus on deep diving into something that has direct impact on improving the lives of people. So I combined this drive, my interest in, in physics that I mentioned earlier, and the fact that in my family, there are multiple family members who uh, work in the physical medicine space. Uh, so I didn't want to be the black sheep of the family. And I decided to go to grad school and study biomechanics. So at uh, Stanford, I worked with the Stanford, bio, uh, Stanford Neuromuscular Biomechanics Lab. I performed research on human movement and ultimately from that developed the thesis that I wanted to democratize biomechanics. And, and this is the serendipitous story that the serendipitous part of my story, which brings me to where I am today at Kaya. So I actually pitched a friend of mine on a startup idea about bringing biomechanical insights into the home to help people re recovering from musculoskeletal injury, basically giving the average person the treatment that only elite athletes really get access to working with these biomechanics labs. Uh, and anyway, that friend that I had pitched this idea to about a week later, sent me a TechCrunch article about this company in Germany. It was called Kaya. They were using AI and biomechanics to deliver at-home rehabilitation. And they had just got around to funding and they were using that funding to open up an office in New York, which is where I grew up and where my family was. So it worked out perfectly. I sent my email to, to info at Kaya Health and said, here I am. I'd love to join. And a couple months later, I started as the, the fourth U.S.-based employee. And I've been with Kaya just about, just about three years now. Thank you for that, Adam. That's amazing. And what stands out is your desire to work in a specific space while also being aware of what opportunities were out there. And a lot of it is, comes down to timing and the fact that you reached out to Koya because you were interested in them. So you, you touched on it briefly in your intro, but can you tell us all about Koya Health? Give us an overview of what the mission of the business is and then help us understand what role AI and analytics plays in, in helping Koya achieve that mission. Yeah, happy to do that. So Kaya, when it comes to AI, I'd say Kaya implements AI with focus. 
What I mean by this is that we leverage AI as a means to solve a problem that we've discovered rather than, for example, when I was in grad school, a lot of what was happening at Stanford was creating these great machine learning models and, and excellent research in artificial intelligence and then finding applications of where to apply these models. But Kaya really started with the problem and then developed the AI to solve that problem. So at Kaya, the mission motivates the AI. So the mission at Kaya is to democratize access to healthcare. We are a digital therapeutics company tackling musculoskeletal and respiratory disease. And those listeners who are not familiar with digital therapeutics, this is also known as software as medicine, or the idea that software, like a mobile application or a web experience, can be used to treat or self-manage conditions. So the software is best-in-class musculoskeletal and respiratory care, involves tackling mental aspects of pain, coping strategies, disease education, and of course, the physical side, such as improving strength and flexibility in order to recover or mitigate chronic pain. And well, JP, you might ask yourself, how do we take this best-in-class care and make it accessible and, and digital? And how do you really digitize physical rehabilitation? And this is where the AI gets applied. So at Kaya, we leverage a technique called human pose estimation. It's a branch of computer vision where we identify key points on a human body and model the body's pose. And if you can do that fast enough, you can allow a smartphone camera in real time to analyze a person's movement patterns and then derive insights and guide them through their rehabilitation. So it's really AI on top of AI, right? It's AI to the computer vision and then additional AI to understand the movement patterns and biomechanics of our, um, our users. So for example, JP, just to paint the full picture of what Kai really does, if you're doing a squat exercise as part of your, uh, let's say, physical therapy or rehabilitation, you can put your phone in selfie mode, lean it against the wall so the camera's facing you. And as you're doing your exercise, if your torso is hunched in one direction to the other or your knees go past your toes, which could put strain on your knee joint, uh, your phone will see this, maybe stop you and provide you feedback and guide you through that exercise to make sure that you're doing it as safely and effectively as possible. So it's really AI with focus, but we're focusing on this at-home rehabilitation. Amazing. I think what's so cool about this is you're tackling one of the biggest problems in rehabilitation, which is people's ability to get professional help while also traveling to and from care. And you're bringing it all to their home in the form of a smartphone. Talk us through the technology behind the scenes in, in a bit more detail from where, when you first joined as being an employee for in the US to the, the demo models that existed then to just where you're at now. What are the typical customer uses? Are you working with big health insurance companies, health providers, or is this a, a B2C product? We are mostly B2C today or even working with government as well, especially in Germany where we're taking advantage of the Digital Supply Act that was put into law quite recently, allowing digital health applications like Kaya to fast track their way into getting our application and our therapies in the hands of the German citizens who, who would benefit from it. So yeah, that's kind of our, our business model in the, in the US. We work with employers and health plans to offer Kaya to their population. So for example, a self-insured employer might uh, acquire Kaya and, and our program, and then they would then provide this to their employees as, and those who are, let's, for example, dealing with chronic musculoskeletal pain, they can access Kaya, use it for free for those employees who have that sponsorship and then leverage the program to help self-manage that, that condition that they have. Mm -hmm. 
So that's our, our primary business model. So Adam, your role obviously overseeing all things analytics, you must have some pretty interesting uh, insights into application use and and maybe even predictive maintenance for people to improve this home rehabilitation care. Is there any recent examples or stories that you can speak to that would help us understand what impact this could have in improving overall home rehabilitation? Yeah, for sure. And, and I'll say the as amazing as the technology is, let's not forget the user experience that drives it all, right? We can deliver this excellent computer vision technology, excellent biomechanical insights, which we do. But ultimately, we want to make sure that our users can understand the technology and can leverage it to improve their health, right? That's what we're set out, we're set out to do. So in addition to building these AI models for this kind of computer vision technique that I described earlier, we also just want to make sure that users aren't dropping out in the funnel. For example, when we ask them for camera permissions, they understand why, or when they're setting up their phone, that this process is streamlined. And I actually think that's where uh, a lot of the, the value in, in experience comes in. You know, we've been doing this for uh, close to five years of having this kind of computer vision based solution. And that that user journey of, of understanding that, look, we are, this is a smartphone that you're holding in your hand, but we can guide you through exercise, educating our users about that, and then ultimately allowing them to get that experience, appreciate it, and then use it in their rehabilitation journey. I think that's been the challenge. And then and that's ultimately, you know, what we've been solving for in order to get to really to help our users achieve their own goals of, of reducing pain and, and improving their condition. You are listening to the Aldis Podcast. When you're looking to scale your team, or if you are interested in showcasing your company in a future episode, reach out today. Or if you're in the market for a new role, visit our website to view open positions, www.aldis.com. Obviously, the impact of, of COVID over the past few years has really accelerated the, the conversation around digital healthcare, in-home treatment, and a, a company like Kaya Health would be at the, the bleeding edge of that. Can you give us some insight into what the last 24 months have been like from a usage increase and a growth of the business overall? Yeah. And I can add the perspective here, JP, of when I started at Kaya, I was actually on the partnerships team. So I was working very closely with our strategic alliances and, and other partners in the healthcare ecosystem. And pre-COVID, I must say, this Digital health, it sounds almost silly nowadays, but digital health was kind of looked at with a slight eye in a way. People weren't sure how to uh, handle digital health and especially health systems and hospitals thought, you know, this was some cool thing coming out of the Silicon Valley, but healthcare runs this way and this is how it's always been. Once COVID hit, it's amazing the turnaround that, that our partnerships team took in terms of talking to partners who really would give us somewhat of their attention to partners who desperately wanted digital health in their ecosystems. And this was a, a core focus that evolved post COVID. So it definitely elevated the industry as a whole. And then there have been proof points from Kaya and from around the industry that this kind of digital focused solution or digital focused approach to healthcare really can have value. And the access that digital provides, we forget those living in major cities that that there are plenty of people around the country and around the world that just getting access to care is a challenge. So if, if they have a smartphone, 
they now have access to, for example, Kaya's digital therapeutic programs. So uh, th this is this is the type of change that we've seen in the COVID era, where where the healthcare ecosystem has now fully embraced digital as a functional pillar of health, and Kaya is is riding that wave as well. So there's a lot of engineering and analytics that goes on behind the scenes. Can, can you give us a, a bit of insight into what the current makeup of the broader technology team is, a mix of your data engineers, data scientists, machine learning, computer vision? What, what's the squad set up behind all of this that makes it happen? Yeah, that's a great question. And, and actually, the, the analytics that we do within my team, which is really focused on kind of core product analytics, as well as some of our business functions, that sits a bit separately from computer vision. You can imagine that our computer vision team and computer vision engineers have a kind of a, a niche way of working and a niche focus, whereas those who are doing, let's say, classical product analytics, A-B testing, you know, what features are working well, what parts of the app are users engaging with. But this is more classical product analytics that you see in other mobile applications, and that team sits, sits separately than our computer vision engineers. Similar, we have within the analytics team uh, a function of, of marketing analytics. We also are getting more involved with things like medical claims in terms of where, where our team focuses. Uh, and yes, and the team is a, is a broad group on the analytics side of data engineers, data scientists, and, and who are tackling these problems and basically working with our stakeholders. You can imagine the analytics team at Kaya, we're mostly an internal support organization where we, our objective is to help the rest of the organization achieve their collective objectives. And we offer you know, products and services to allow that to happen. So products in the forms of you know, business intelligence tools and data education and things like this. And then services is actually driving analysis that we've scoped out with our business partners and stakeholders, which are basically the other teams at Kaya. In terms of the computer vision piece, we have a dedicated applied research team. It includes computer vision engineers, as you, as you might imagine, other machine learning engineers building kind of the models on top of the computer vision, as well as biomechanists and our medical team advising how to incorporate and, and build this technology. As you can guess, we, as great as AI could be, you can embed insights from clinical experts or, or biomechanists as to how to how to monitor movement and then embed that into the AI and basically give the artificial intelligence uh, a framework to start from. And that's actually what we've done. So our computer vision team, which again sits separately from our product analytics team, they are the ones that have licensed physical therapists uh, and, and doctors advising them to build this AI with this purpose. Can you Talk to us about what the current environment is like, the culture, the why it's a great place to work. I know you and I have spoken uh, previously and, and you've talked about just how much you love it there. So speaking to an audience of data professionals, give us some insight into what it's like to be part of the, the team there. In terms of Kaya's culture and thinking about Kaya as a great place to work, I'd like to highlight one aspect at a company level and then one at the individual, let's say employee level. So as a company, I'm really proud that Kaya has maintained an ethical approach to achieving our mission. And what I mean by that is digital health is so new and much of the field isn't necessarily speaking the same language right now or really paying that much attention to the details. And it's a field that it's easy to exploit the market because we're not all speaking the same language yet. And that's a gain customers and revenue with a solution that isn't necessarily validated. But what Kaya is, is we are committed to making sure that our solution works and it actually helps people. It helps improve lives. That's first and foremost, and we are rigorous. We will be as rigorous as we need to be 
to make that a reality, even if that means potentially skipping some of the, the shortcuts that are made available due to some inefficiencies in our industry. And I'm really proud of our ethical approach there. At an individual employee level, I'm really proud of our honest and open culture. And what I mean by that is we really allow ourselves to embrace shortcomings and failures. People make mistakes, engineers make mistakes, analysts make mistakes, and that's okay. And instead of hiding behind those mistakes or, or covering them up, we do the opposite. At Kaya, we really tend to elevate those failures. What did we do wrong? What could we improve next time? What were the shortcomings and why? And, and how can we set ourselves up for success in the future? And that's something that we kind of value at Kaya, that honesty and openness. And I think it's a great part of our work and culture. Final question for me then, Adam. Uh, obviously, you've been there since very early on. You've seen the product um, and the team grow at a quite a fast rate. Uh, when you look at 2022 and beyond, wh what sort of growth are you expecting? And with that, what opportunities are there going to be for people who are interested in using AI to improve people's health? Who are you going to need to hire? What career opportunities are there going to be for people? Kaya is growing across the board. We've seen great growth in 2021, and we expect that to continue in 2022. So for some perspective on that growth, when I joined back in the winter of, of 2019, we were 25 people. And here, three years later, we're, we're pushing on 200. So that's the level of growth that we've seen in recent years. Our business is growing greatly as well. In, in terms of our model in, our, in the US, that usually means uh, we're securing more partnerships with with health plans and self-insured employers that enable more people throughout <clears throat> the country to access our, our program since we are in that B2B2C model. So increasing the number of eligible lives that are eligible to get Kaya for free through their health plan, for example, is where we see growth. And then of course, on the technology side, we wanna improve the actual product itself, make sure that uh, we're delivering an experience that's really helping our uh, end users achieve their goals. Uh, so growth from Kaya is growing within our primary market of the U.S. and Germany, covering more conditions with our product and making sure that our product, uh, again, meets, meets the need, continues to meet the needs of our end users. So that's uh, so hiring across the board, really, on the commercial side, on the product side, on the analytics and data science side to support the entire community at Kaya as we achieve our objectives. So, yeah, I, I think it, Kaya will continue to grow as a, as a great place to work, and I'm really happy to be a part of it. As you should. It sounds like an amazing place to work. The combination of this, so many different use cases of AI is, is really impressive. And this market and need is only going to go one way. So yeah, Adam, thank you so much for coming on today, talking to us. Appreciate you sharing your journey, telling us everything about Koya Health and, and giving us some insight into where this industry is going. We wish you, the team and, and everyone at Koya the best of luck in, in the years ahead. So thank you. Thank you, JP. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Aldis Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and any Android podcast of choice. You can also head over to our website, www.aldis.com, to listen to more podcasts, view our open roles, and stay up to date with industry news. Thanks for listening, and stay tuned for more great episodes coming very soon.